millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the little show. Good evening, loved ones. Welcome to the Church of Improv here in northwest London, Kilburn. To Kensal, uh, you're listening to the Lil Show. Welcome. Um, it's been uh, an interesting week. Uh, many birthdays in October. Gifts are being unwrapped. Not my gifts, though. I don't do that. If you're my mate and your birthday's coming up, don't expect Jack from me. Because I don't love anyone apart from myself. Um, I think this world was created for one purpose and one purpose alone. That was um, so that it could revolve on a Talal pivot. And if um, you're ever in need, don't worry. If you're ever suffering or sad or things are going bad, don't worry about it. Just remember, this world is only here for me. So whatever your problems are, they really don't matter. So just keep that in mind. Hopefully that will help everyone, um, you know, get on with a, a fulfilling, you know, interesting life, you know, without hang-ups, without baggage, because none of it matters. You know, if it doesn't affect me, it probably doesn't matter. So just enjoy yourselves, people. That's the idea. And um, revolving and orbiting around me today are a wonderful set of guests. Isn't that right, Luke Valvona, co-host? Yes, that's right. Yeah? So I guess I should feel uh, exceptionally blessed that you actually did turn up to my birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because you're so intrinsically involved in my life, it would affect me if, <laughs> if for any reason you had um, any... If I any, had a bad time. <laughs> yeah. Or if, no, your time doesn't matter. It's how you feel about me that matters. Yeah. Okay. So if you thought any less of me, maybe the work you produce for me in future wouldn't be as good <laughs> as it has been so far. Yeah. So that's why I showed up to your birthday, you know. Okay. Well. Um, and I saw, you know, all the little people you had there. They were all having fun, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Shaking hands and laughing and drinking. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and that kind of uh, philosophy that I just, um, you know, blessed you all with um, can be applied to any living being. So just like the Gaia theory, yeah, it's just a theory that helps you understand life and helps you deal with life's issues better. Yeah, so if you were offended by what I said, don't worry, because none of it's true. But if you take that same approach to your own life and if we all did that maybe we'd live in a better place what if we all took the approach that the world revolves around you (laughs) no around around themselves around themselves it's a it's subjective yeah so as long as nobody ever catches you stealing it's fine if everyone treated those around them well in order to enhance their own life experience yeah. yeah. Then um, you're dealing. Then if everyone was doing that in their own individual no, but, lives, but what, what you're talking about is making it look like you're treating everyone well. <laughs> well, that only matters to the mind that it concerns, you know, doesn't it? If 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 
if the results if the if if the results are positive in the end doesn't matter what the what the meaning what the what the reason was behind it well if i was like all the time if i was like oh here talal here's here's some beer i've bought you but uh but i had i'd neglected to mention that i'd stolen the money off you anyway Ooh. without you noticing Ooh. you know You'd think, oh, he's giving me beer. I love this guy. He's giving me beer all the time. And at the time when I needed it yeah. most, when when I've lost when all my I'm, money. Yeah, when I'm really poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you know I love beer so much? <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, that 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 was that's ridiculous because you, you're in, you're yeah, still but, stealing from me to start with. Yeah, but you'd never find out. You'd think I was awesome, but I'm really being a dick. Fine. The end results are fine. I have beer. <laughs> That's I like that you. And to be think fair, about it. you would have spent that money on beer anyway. Exactly. It's just, or, an, it's just or a something form of worse. investment. You've right? not been introduced yet. <laughs> <laughs> Why on earth would yeah. you talk before you're introduced? Don't answer. <laughs> Shall we introduce our guests, Luke? <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. Okay. Not Mark. Um, here we go. Joining me in the studio this week is the fantabulous Left Foot First! Coming hot off of their first ever gig. Oh my days, we're going to talk all about um, new improv team experiences. Um, or will we? Probably not, actually. Um, let's start with, uh, we're going to go around the circle, so uh, no particular order apart from the order of where they're sitting. Um, Mr. Mark Richardson is here. Hi, how are you? I'm very sorry I spoke earlier. That's fine, I forgive you, but I will also forever remember and probably like never invite you back. I feel like I'm now, so it's not a good start. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. since we last spoke, you were here two weeks ago, right? We were, had a great time. Fantastic. Um, that was a wicked episode. That just went up a couple of days ago online. We're living on like a time delay kind of thing here. I'm kind of dealing with three timelines in my head at all, all times. Life on the edge. Um... But it's, yeah, life on the edge of time. Um, but since we last spoke, you had your first gig, right? We did. Was it good? It was excellent. We were at, where were we at? Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah. My friends who haven't been introduced, I can't speak yet, also enjoyed it. Um, it was it was great. Wicked. Our, That's our first gig's go. Was, was Mark was, Tyndall was, was, there? Mark Tyndall? He was hosting. He was there. Yeah, he the was, bold he was, um, of Duck, Duck, Goose. He was an excellent host. Yeah. Did a really good job. I encourage everyone to go to Duck, Duck, Goose. It yeah, it's a wicked night yeah. um, for... Improv fans and improv doers, it's a really fun night to go to because everyone gets a chance to go up and jam as well. And in fact, that was some of my first improv experiences in London were with Duck Duck Goose and it was a um, really nice kind of in to the scene. And uh, that's why most episodes we say hi to Mark Tyndall on the show, as we'll see later on. Um, however, excuse me, quickly before I ask you your question, your okay. introduction question, I just want to ask you... Your show, Left Foot First, yeah. did it have a particular interesting format? Did it have a... So the format what is, is, is long, just a long form, but we take one word from the audience mm -hmm. and then we have very snappy scene changes. So we'll introduce one character and then we'll kind of riff off that character uh, or, or that scene and then introduce things kind of very quickly. So ah. it's long form, but... Well, we haven't done Show Me Yours for a while on this show. Yeah. Do you think that would work well? I'm sure we, we could, could do, do like we could, a, a ten minute version of that show a, later on. Crack. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do a show me yours. Oh, just a moment. The song's ended. <laughs> All right, Mark. Here's your intro question for the uh, listeners to get accustomed to your voice. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. If you were a DJ, 
You were, you're a DJ. You're an all-star, world-famous DJ. Okay. Firstly, I want your DJ name. Okay, and what your gimmick is. So, like, uh, Pendulum has a lot of like purple, flashy, epilepsy-inducing lights. <coughs> um, that mouse guy wears a big mouse head with a fan in it to keep his head cool. Uh, Daft Punk don't take their helmets off. So, what's your DJ name? What's your gimmick? I'm gonna just. The first thing that came into my head was DJ Megamark. DJ Megamark. Could go anyway, any direction, and there's uh -huh. a good bit of alliteration there. Everyone loves some alliteration. Oh, yeah, right? I like that. So, my gimmick. I don't know, I'm kind of thinking like it would be cool to have like an inclusion of um, something. So I, I love like motor racing and it would be Ooh. great to have, you know, like the team radio on, on motor racing is really exciting. Yeah. It'd be great to drop random bits of team radio into into your mixes <laughs> or, or perhaps one step further, like famous moments in history. Like I've often thought. Wouldn't it be cool to drop like some of Churchill's most famous speeches into like a mega mashup indie mix or something? I like it. So it's part um, fender bending action and part historical. Like, part, like I did my degree in history, so I so like the like, idea of that connecting. We shall fight them on the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly that. We shall fight them in Ibiza. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, DJ Megamark. Let's move on to. Um, our next guest sitting next to you is Jeffrey Graham. Hello, yes, that's What's me. What's up, Jeff? I'm very well. Welcome. You're the first one I met out of Left Foot First. That's right, that's right. We met up in, up in Edinburgh, didn't we? That's right, that's right. And we <laughs> and we met, let's keep this going, and we met at Luke's uh, Improvised Improv Show. That's right, that's right. And we, put, and we performed together, I think. Yes, we did. That's right, that's right. And uh, I played a schoolgirl and you played a priest. That's right, that's right. And there was nothing untoward that happened in that scene at all. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And now you've given us left foot first as a guest team, and now you're back with the... Oh, just a moment. And now you're back with your team. That's uh, right. Thanks for coming on, Jeff Graham. Here's a sweet little question for you, me. He, he's from the land of New Zealand, <laughs> where everybody talks like this. That's, that's right. And this is where they filmed the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You must be absolutely sick of Lord of the Rings <laughs> the references. And here's one more for you. Oh, <laughs> if Jeffrey Graham, if you was a character in Lord of the Rings... Mm. Which character would you be, and what would be your intrinsic story arc? <laughs> Interesting story arc. Oh, gosh. I'd probably be the, the elf guy, just because of the years. Oh, no, not an existing oh, character. A new character. Create a new character a new and character. inject him into the oh, Lord right. of the Rings. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's such a bad accent. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like Keep puke going. in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, uh... I'd probably be uh, one of those elves in the background who's not quite sure why they want to destroy the ring, who uh, goes along with it anyway. And okay. uh, my story arc would be yeah. that uh, I... Uh, oh, let's see. And include one of the main characters in your story oh, arc. Oh, of course, okay. Uh, my, my story arc would be I keep getting confused with the main elf. <laughs> Which leads to hilarious consequences. Like Legolas? Like, no, Jeff. No, oh. no, the other one. <laughs> oh, God. Can you fire a bow? That's awesome. Wouldn't that be great? If in Lord of the Rings, every 
every now and then someone would say, Legolas, help me. And it would just be you going, <laughs> it's <laughs> not, I'm not fucking oh, Legolas. Yeah, you mean the other guy, yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me actually just... I'm Sorry, gonna... I'm incompetent. So <laughs> I can't, can't actually help. Ring what ring? Huh? Ring what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to genuinely try an, uh, a New Zealand accent, okay? I'm going to start with Australian and then oh, move it into... Okay, I'm from Australia now. So, hello, no, hello, no, g'day, there we go, <laughs> g'day, fair dinkum, mate, um, how you doing, Bonza, yeah, ripper, uh, I'm sitting here on Bondi Beach and looking over the seas, and there's New Zealand, uh, let's talk to my Kiwi friend now, he- hello, hello, I live in a field, I'm from New Zealand, I, 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 I like cheese and Lord of the Rings. Thanks, Jeff Graham, for joining us. As, as our Dutch Australian. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really painful. Oh, oh, not again. This song's really short. Also from Left Foot First here in the studio is Heather Hemingway. Hi. <laughs> Hello, Heather. Hello, Talal. Uh, 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 welcome. So, you are officially part of Left Foot First? Uh, not officially. I'm an honorary member. You're a surrogate today. Yes. Jeff and I do another two-prov. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's that called? Graham Cracker Improv. <laughs> Why did he just use his name? <laughs> well, the Graham Crackers. <laughs> they don't have Graham Crackers here, do they? It's, it's, well, you yeah, but your name's Jeff Graham. That's right. So, why but, isn't it like a Graham Hemingmore cracker? Well, it's because we're married. And I haven't. Oh, you're married! <laughs> and I haven't changed my name to Graham officially yet, but it's it's in the works. Just going with the That's stage good. name of Hemingmore. <laughs> well done, sister suffragette. Um, very good. I'm very proud. Keep that name. Thank you. Store it, and and preserve it, and call your kids it, whether he wants it or not. <laughs> um, welcome to the show. I have a question for you. All right. Okay. Um, I, I say that, but I haven't even... I have a question for you. Um, let's see. Hemingway. Hemingway. Who's that Hemingway guy? Uh, he's the author, Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway. Yes. What did he write? Uh, for Whom the Bell Tolls. There was another one about a little boy, isn't there? Isn't there one about a little boy with a, with a hat and he paints a fence? Tom yeah. Sawyer. Tom did Sawyer. He, no, did that, he? that's by Mark Twain. Oh, that's Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. So Ernest Hemingway and Mark Twain. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they're asking you out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, Mark you... Twain, definitely. Oh, no okay. question. Okay, you've preempted my question. How oh, did... was that not the question? No, but oh, that's sorry. fine. Um, Mark Twain, definitely. Oh yeah. Where's your accent from? America. Is it? Where are you from in America? Uh, from Washington State. Ooh, whereabouts? Uh, the Seattle area. That's where Nirvana are from. Yep. Um, they, is that where they f- throw fish around too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. the Pike Place Market. So Mark, you and Mark Twain are chucking fish around. Okay, what kind of fish do you want to chuck? And then how are you going to cook it later? Uh, so probably Pacific salmon, wild ones, because that's uh, kind of culturally important Wait, sorry, in Seattle. Sorry, I'm going to stop you there, Heather. Um, just a moment. So Pacific uh, wild salmon. Mm-hmm. Yes, do continue. Because yep, they're uh, they're quite important in Seattle, and uh, no one no one eats farmed salmon there. Ah. And then we would probably bake it with a little bit of lemon, maybe mm. some dill. 
And then what part of Mark Twain's body would you like it served on? <laughs> There's only one right answer here. His head due to his great intellect. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was going for his mind, but that is very good, Heather. I can tell that we are um, um, kindled spirits. There's a knock on the studio door. Gesture them in, Jeff. Don't don't get up. Just tell them to come in. Let's see who it is. We've got a surprise guest. Let's pause the music. Anyone there? I think it was just outside. It's on fire. Should I stamp it out? There's a fire outside. Jeff, stamp that fire out! Bloody hell, that was a close call. Are you just improvising random no, there things? Was, no, there was a bag did, of poo. Somebody, did, with somebody f- did knock on the door, but then they ran off. Ah, oh, stinks of poo in here now. <sighs> Good one, Jeff. All right, should we get back to the show? <laughs> so, uh, thank you for joining us, Heather. Real pleasure to have you here. Mark Twain's mind is indeed a delectable choice for crockery. Um, Simon Picciarillo is sitting next to you. Hello, how you doing? Welcome back to the studio, my man. Thank you very much. You've had a haircut. I am. You're looking slick, mother thank crusher. You, thank you. I wanted to look fresh for you. Are you happy to be back? I am, yeah. Any reflections, ruminations on your last visit here? Not really. Not really? <laughs> Sorry not to give you anything, but I just I was looking forward to it. And I was just sitting here thinking, oh, this is a, this is a good time. Okay, good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You're sitting in a different spot, though, this time. I thought I'd try something new. Good man. Always keep it that um, Okay, I'm going to continue my question from last time with you. Okay. Okay, so you're in the... <laughs> Eager listeners will remember, but uh, do go back and listen to episode 24 if you want to hear what uh, Simon had to say before. But you're in a bunker. Yes. Yeah, end of the world. You found your mate. Yeah, no, no, you have a pickle distribution service. Yeah, you're giving I out do, pickles yeah. um, for favors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and through your services, you found a, a lady who you've bunked up with now. Yeah. To impregnate. And you're expanding your industries. Yes. Okay. Now you are. Bashing out babies, yeah, Run. left, right, and center. The babies coming out. Like yeah? a production line. Too many babies for you to feed. So now your new service is that you're giving out babies to right. people who want children. Yeah, okay, yeah, to continue yeah, yeah. the human race. But yeah? how Ooh. many people? What there was? There wasn't many people left, were there? So everyone was actually related to me who survived now. No. Because I thought there was only five people. No, that was never established. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're chatting mess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Okay, this is getting ridiculous. Who's there? Come in! You're running off. And oh, it's bloody what? kids! Oh, this is going to infuriate me. Okay, ignoring the door knocks. Okay, just so the listeners know, there are kids running around. There's a there's Black History Month party happening outside. Because apparently in England we have a different Black History Month than in America. Um... But there are a bunch of kids here and they're knocking, playing knockdown Dolly on the one door that's in this building. And that <laughs> happens to be our studio. Um, speaking of kids, so your kids grow yeah. up to be annoying brats, okay? Right. You've got a handful of kids, you're stuck in this bunker, yep. yeah? you've got these bloody brats of a kid. Playing yeah? knockdown ginger. Why the hell didn't you educate them enough to be polite and well behaved? What is your problem? <laughs> It wasn't a priority at the time. <laughs> I was, at the moment, at, at the time, you know, I was, I was a new father. I was doing the best I could. Uh, and I, <laughs> there they are there, I didn't realise. And I was just trying to it's get them into building work. And I didn't educate them, and I, I apologise for that. 
but the next time around, I'm going to do a better job. Well, shame on you. No, in, in the new world, we're going to need well-behaved people. We can't have a bunch of bloody savages running around, knocking on doors and running off. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, Dan. That's our guests. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, start the show in usual fashion. Hmm? I, I'm pretty sure I have an answer for this question, but um, we're going to start with the blues because we like to start the show on a low because there's only up from there. And so the question I pose to my guests is, what's been getting you down this week, folks? What's been getting you down? Anything been upsetting you? It was my last week at work, which is always sad. Or, or could be a good thing. But it was sad saying goodbye to, to friends and colleagues. But surely you're leaving for a good reason. I am. <laughs> Let's not get distracted by the kids. Um, so you, you, why are you leaving the job? I've got a new job. You've got a new one. Is it a proper job? It's a proper job. Wow. But it's sad saying goodbye to your, your you know, if you've worked there, I've been there two years. And you, it's you a pub, isn't it? Makes some mates. It's a family. It's a family. Yeah. Well, um, that's sad. Any any interesting or peculiar people who work there that you're going to miss? Plenty. It was, it was an ad agency, so plenty of quirks. I thought you people. said it was a pub. No. Oh. <laughs> no, Sorry. It's I mean, it was, an, you know, the nature of being an ad agency is it felt like a pub. Oh. It wasn't in the pub. <laughs> any, any funny uh, people there? I worked at an ad, ad place called AMVBBDO in oh, Marlebone. Yeah. I did my work experience there. Uh, Marlebone? Marlebone. Yeah. Marlebone. In Marlebone. And there was a guy, one of the creatives, yeah, who were like treated like gods at the ad agency. Like these creatives, they're the ones who come up with all the, the ideas. What? <laughs> You're going to have... Horses coming out the water? That's the Guinness advert. What? <laughs> There's a little robot that you will get for free if you call, if you get your insurance through. <coughs> Bloody idiots. So these guys were worshipped, yeah, as if they yeah. were gods. And this guy walked around barefoot everywhere. Okay. As soon as he got to the office, he'd take his shoes and socks off. And he had a small, kind of like one meter by one meter patch of turf in his office. Like like grass, mm -hmm. so that he could stand on it with his bare feet and think. Fantastic. And he used to like stand in still on this bit of turf, and sometimes he'd pace up and down on this one meter square bit of turf, rubbing his chin, going, hmm, how? Sheba, hmm, cat food, hmm, cats, hmm, cat's eyes, hmm, cat's eyes, eyes on the prize, hmm, prize, hmm, <laughs> running, hmm, cat's running, hmm, I've got it! And he'd come out and go, this is the next one, the cats are going to be running on a track, and the prize at the end will be a pot of Sheba, <laughs> and, and uh, is absolute twat. Uh, <laughs> anything like that happening at your I've ad agency? I've been thoroughly outdone there. I've got nothing, nothing to match that. No Ponzi I creatives? Mean, plenty of Ponzi creatives. Um, What's the biggest amount of Ponce you've had to deal with there? You've left now. You can. I have left. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just racking my. I'm trying to come up with some good stories. Surely there was one thing was, you've been asked for I mean, that you were like, what? So, we. <laughs> We, for one gambling client, we decided that the best way to approach the World Cup would just be to have like a, a giant octopus which talks to people in a bar. I oh, never, never really quite got that as a, as a, as a, like as a, a World Cup concept. Like a robotic octopus? No, like a, like a CGI. They spent a lot of money on a CGI octopus. Oh, for an advert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's referencing that German octopus that predicted the well, winners, right? But apparently it wasn't. They, that was coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
So what should we call our blues? I, I kind of hate advertising. Okay, mm. I'm I'm down with that. Your your new proper job is still in advertising. No, no, left oh. that circle. We're all good. Um, I saw this amazing Charlie Brooker um, thing. It was an old episode of his Screen Wipe, but he did an advertising mm. special, and he had like this. Uh, inside the advertising uh, world and he had like these interviews with a guy whose identity was protected like they blacked him out um and he talked about inside information about ads like how scandalous it was but it was all fake and the guy was an actor but charlie brooker while he was interviewing him just to relieve him to relieve himself would punch him in the head in between <laughs> questions just to get the to get the hatred out of his system i really relate to that and obviously bill hicks used to hate advertising too um and uh, like those great comedians, I also hate advertising. <laughs> no, there are some adverts that we all love, um, of course. But um, how about an advertising blues? Yeah. Or ad, ad agency blues? Advertising, advertising blues. blues. All right, we're going to go around the circle, sing as much or as little as you want. Please don't feel pressured to do as much as me and Luke um, or whatever. Oh man, these kids outside are really gonna start winding me up. Oh, they already have started winding me up. All right, please go away, kids. All right, as soon as we take our break, I'm gonna go out and close that shutter door, that shutter window. Um, Luke and myself will play music for this blues. Let us. All right, let's take it away, Luke Valverna. Well, I had to have a good idea. Yes, I had to have a good idea But all my ideas were really bad There was something about cats running on a treadmill It was the only idea that I had Well, uh, the thing about advertising uh, is you're giving me something I just don't want. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't want it. Like, I just don't want kids knocking at my door. Knock, 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 knocking right away. And if I ever wanted kids to knock at my door, then I'd just impregnate some woman on my strange planet where there's only me surviving. But I'm not gonna do that, alright? Take it away, Heather. Oh, these ads, they show me stuff that I want to buy. Oh, this consumerism, I just want to cry. Wah, wah, wah! Why not? on the computer and I'm trying to read the news trying to read the news all these pop-up ads are giving me oh they giving me the blues about the advertising blues Pushing your crap on me, baby. Walking down the street, I see a real, real big ad. 
There's a man with a drink I'm thinking, yeah, that's something I've got to have Then I think to myself Why the fuck do I want that? No, it's a real big bad fad, I don't want that He just don't want it Don't fall for it, baby I'm on my one square meter grass now. I'd appreciate it if you gave me some space. <laughs> Give him some space. Well, I was working in the office of a big old ad agency. And everybody I work with, they couldn't relate to me. They saw everything as facts and figures They couldn't see personality Yay! Ow! Thank you, well done everybody Oh, the kids outside are clapping, hey! Um, well done everyone, that's fun Are uh, we feeling warm? Yeah! yeah. Feeling ready for some uh, improv action? Okay, let's uh, begin with. Uh, what should we begin with? Huh? Oh my God! I've just realised I am. Um, I'm incredibly <laughs> underprepared. No, I'm not. Um, I'm completely. <laughs> um, let's I'll, just do uh, some uh, quick-fire, old-fashioned uh, improv scenes. Huh? How about that? Yeah. Um, clicking for random words. Someone say stop. 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 Sonic boom is our word. We've got to get this car up to 88 miles per hour. But, Doc, if we reach that speed, I don't think we can reach that speed in such a small car park. Well, then we need a bigger car park. Sometime in the future. What? <laughs> well, bas basically, I, th this car is going to travel through time. Oh, oh, you know, you know that big shopping centre in Marylebone? Yes. Yeah, they, they've got a big car park there. Should we mm. try that? Yeah, well, let's make this car travel through time and distance towards so we can just shopping centre. Yes. We're doc, 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 one second. Uh-huh. Does this car actually have time traveling properties or are you just going on the thesis that traveling through space is also traveling through time this car travels through time a minute for every minute that, that happens so so do i yes that's that's how time works so do those libyan terrorists yeah oh god they found me oh, i don't know how but don't they worry found me. Doc, don't worry i've already killed them oh well uh, <laughs> But seriously, I, I signed up for this work experience with an acclaimed scientist. Yes. Who's working on You're breaking welcome. breaking time traveling ground. Mm. But all you've got is like a beetle, a VW beetle, and the Stephen Hawking's basic theory of time and space. Mm -hmm. 
and and we're all traveling through time at the same rate. Oh, this is pathetic. You know what? I quit. There's another scientist I want to work with. You know what? I, you're bullshit. Here's my uh, my resignation. Do you know what? It's work experience. I don't need to give you this. I'm out of it. I quit, man. And then he walks <laughs> off and he starts walking down and he, he sees this big building and it says science lab. And I, he rings the bell. Ding dong. Yes, yes. Uh, come in, come in. Hi, uh, Dr. Fransom. Uh, Frago. Frago. Oh, Fra- Frago. The, the sign is, is misspelt. It's uh, unfortunate, really. Dr. Frago, I'm, I'm a large admirer of yours. Um, Thank you. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a GCSE student. GCSE? Gosh, I remember it well. I really excel in the science. glory days. I really excel at the science stuff. And um, I was just wondering if maybe you could do with an assistant? Wow. <laughs> It's funny because we are recruiting just now for the position of assistant. Really? Yes. Do you accept uh, children? I mean... (laughs) I'm only only 16. (laughs) A a, a perfect age to become an assistant. Wow. Dr. Frago, Dr. Frago, have you... uh... Have you got any more subjects for the teleportation? Max, 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 keep it it quiet. That's right, teleportation. Let's go get a coffee. That's why I admire so much. My two biggest fields of interest are time travel and teleportation. Well, come on through, because you have qualified all the requisite criteria to be my assistant. Oh, wow. Just Just out of curiosity, what were the criteria? The criteria were a love for science, the age of 16, and an interest in teleportation. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. All right, and I come, I'm going to do this. Wow, what a nice laboratory you have here. Thank you so much. Those are my schoolmates. What are they doing in the cage? Oh, Bill and help, Jill. Help, let us out. Oh, you are, fella. Help. Bill, <laughs> Bill, what's going on, man? I, 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 I came to get an assistant's job and this bloody bugger stuck me in a cage. Get out while you can. Get out. What's going on? Is this a new guy? Hello, I'm I'm the administrator here. I just need to s- you to sign this release, please. Don't worry about reading the fine print. Just put your signature there. It doesn't hold us liable for anything that might happen. And he picks up the pen with a shaky hand, and he looks down. Don't do it. What do you mean, Bill? I shouldn't do it. <laughs> Don't listen to Bill. And then the He's... scientist presses a button, and Bill evaporates. <laughs> Bill! He's gone forward in space and time. Where one minute is equivalent to three minutes, and four minutes could be five. Bill, where have you gone, Bill? Oh, shit, is that you on the ceiling, Bill? There's some technicalities with the machine, which we're slowly ironing out. Yeah, uh, I'm here three minutes later, looking at you two minutes before. Uh, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. He scrumps up the paper and he runs out of the building. Oh, oh my God. Max, he knows too much. We must go in pursuit. Ah. Get in the car. We'll follow him. Do you think it will hit 88 miles an hour in this small car park, which is smaller than Marylebone car park, which would be ideal for that speed? He's only running. It should be enough. (laughs) Now I've got my skateboard. How the devil is he going so fast? God, he's the fastest skateboarder I've ever seen. And you see built onto his skateboard all these little trinkets, because we didn't know, but this kid is like a regular Peter Parker. He works on his own science experiments. And as he skates faster and faster and faster, his... uh, Skateboard begins to have blue flashes and going all over it. He's like, oh my God, this adrenaline boost from running in fear has given me the power to go at the speed required. Is this actually going to, is this actually going to? And he vanishes, leaves behind a trail of two fiery lines and reappears in the same car park 30 years in the future. And the building 
where he was just at. The science building is now ruins, collapsed, but he walks up to it, examines the ruins and sees Bill's face sticking out of one of the cement blocks. Bill, Bill, look at you. What happened to you? Well, not much. You know, I've only just left you, but for you, it must have been like 35 years or something. What do you mean? uh, You never came back for me. You Look left. You. Why didn't you come back for me? You're almost entirely made out of cement. They, they, they mixed me up and they just stuck me here. Stuck me here as a lesson. Did the n- transportation device fall to the, the much expected uh, problem of you combining with whatever matter is around you at the time? Well, what happened? I could never live a normal life because I was always three minutes ahead of everybody. Oh, no. I could never, never meet anybody because oh, I always no. knew what they were going to say. Oh, Bill. I was terrible at parties. I ruined everyone's jokes. Oh, Bill, that's the worst. Parties are so important to us teens, even though you're like 49 now. Bill, Bill! Yes! I've finally come back for you! (laughs) Yes! Jill! Oh no! It's me from the past! Oh! Oh, it's me from the future! Oh dear! Oh, paradox, 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 paradox! (laughs) Uh, Mushroom cloud. All right, very good. Uh, that's a way to end the scene, I suppose. <laughs> Someone say stop. Stop. Mm. Abandoned. Is our word. Go for it. Hello, is that the animal sanctuary? I've, I've lost Tiddles again. She, she just wandered out and she's been caressing the, the streets and I, I don't know where oh, she is. Gosh. and yes. I, I don't know what to do without her. She was the... She was the life and, and, and heartbeat of my of my world. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Tiddles, was it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Has anyone by the name of Tiddles been handed Oh, in? I don't know. Sheila, chick in the back. What have we got? We got a Tiddles. We don't have a Tiddles here. What kind of animal is it? Is it a cat? Oh, yes, yeah. she was a tabby cat. She had excellent grey and... and oh, no. Chick, chick in the box around the back. The, just wow, just wow, the, the box. Wow, it sounds... Wow. Why, why do you keep the cats in box? Budget, budget cats, mate. But, but, oh, oh, uh, is this your tittles? No, that, that cat's green. Why is it green? Uh, not, not because of scientific experiments that happen here. Just get him, get him another well, no, cat. No, I mean, nothing about that. You like tabbies. We've got tabbies. We'll give you a tabby. No, 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 no I don't want another cat. I want tittles, but I'm, I'm really concerned about some of the animals. I mean, I can see what appears to be a large fox, and it's just, just purple, and it, it seems to be talking. Hello. Why, why is the why is the cat why is the cat speaking to me? Are oh, you speaking about me? Oh, these nice gentlemen have, and, and and the lady have given me the the, the power of voice. Why are you t- do you want to adopt Professor Foxcroft? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm talking. I'm, I've always wanted to connect with animals in a way that would go beyond just well, a I'm, petting. I'm, I'm and great with people, and I, I clean up after myself, and I'm a wonderful uh, you know thing to show at dinner parties. So t- take me. I'm, I'm here. I'm yours. We could we could be friends. Maybe more. I'm, and oh. so he goes off with the fox. Wow, that's that's a great idea of getting rid of these orphans, isn't it? Dressing them up in fox costumes and telling them they're talking foxes. So, Mr. Fox, do you have a name? Uh, uh, Brian. I mean, Mr. Fox. Um. Uh, what what, what, oh, what would you like to be called? Um. Uh, just son? No, I mean pet. Uh, petty? Petty, yes, petty. Petty, petty yes, yes. I like uh, Betty, but, but with a P. Y- yes. Uh, w- w- which room will I be sleeping in? You'll be sleeping in Sandra's room. 
S Sandra? Sandra's my sister, yes. We don't have enough rooms for you to have your own, but Sandra's so lovely, she'll, she'll care for you as much as I do, won't you, Sandra? Oh, Jerry, you got us a fox to replace the cat. Thank you. I, I know how much you love animals and, well, Petty just seemed like the perfect fit for our, for our lovely two-bedroom flat. Yes, Petty, you can sleep curled up next to the fireplace. <sighs> we got you this lovely cat food as well. It's Sheba. Uh, 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 funny enough, I mean, when they gave me the, the voice, uh, the power of voice, I actually can eat normal food. Um, I don't really like cat food. Um, and I'd rather just go to a normal school and... Just, just treat me as a, as a human. Petty, do you think you'd fit in at the school? It's just that you're awfully purple and the children might laugh at you. Uh, I'm used to that. It's, it's fine. I, I, I can deal with, deal with bullies. So, I can deal with it. So, Petty, you'd like me to sign you up for the school? Yes, yes. Hello? Hello. Gosh, what? Hello. My, my name is David Forrester. And about two weeks ago... My wife was was murdered and my child kidnapped. <laughs> That's awful. <gasps> Terrible. And I've been knocking on doors asking if anyone's seen a cute little boy who just wants to be treated like a boy. That that dad? <gasps> Michael! Dad! I'm awfully sorry, but that's petty, and she belongs to us now. Yes, we don't have any little boys here, just Dad. us and the fox. Dad, Dad, please, rescue me. They've made me dress up in this fox costume. Michael. Yes? I, how did... What are, why are you going along with this? I'm not sorry. Why have you abandoned me, so Michael? So much has happened to me in the past two weeks. I got, I got taken by these weird people at a pet place. They made, painted me purple... Dressed me in a fox costume, told me to act like a fox so I could t be taken away. I don't know why what I didn't the make hell? any foxes money out of it. Foxes aren't even bloody purple. I, know, I didn't make any money out of it. I didn't get the whole concept. I don't know why I'm here. Please take me back. <laughs> I must insist you let me take my boy back and we can carry on with some semblance of a normal life. I'm sorry, Michael, but I've been entrusted by the animal sanctuary to look after Petty the fox. And I, I, nothing is going to stand in the way well, of our agreement. What, 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 what can my father do to win me back? How, how can we settle this? Yes, I will do anything to have my dear Michael back. After, Michael, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your mum was shot dead by a vet. What? What? An evil vet with a cage. That's why you you, you woke up in another strange building. They, they took you in your sleep. And they killed, they killed mother dear. <laughs> Father, I'm going to tell them. You used to be a gladiator. What? You used to be a gladiator, and I urge you to put back on the robes, bring back out the, the, the gladiator tools, and re revenge mother. This has all gone rather far. With For you, son, anything. I'll be back tonight. Slam. Oh, oh no, Jerry. Oh. That took an unexpected turn. Oh. Sandra, I just don't know what to do. I mean, should we just hand Patty over, or should we stick to our principles of animal love and welfare? Jerry, I'm just not sure. I don't want to give give up our sweet new little fox to this madman, but he doesn't even know we're not the ones who took Petty to begin with. He seems so, so, so aggressive and, and so angry, yet his desire to own the fox is impressive and dedicated in a way that I've never seen a man desire to have a purple fox before. <laughs> Later that night. Oh, Sandra, you go. 
Hello, Mr. Forrester. Welcome to our house. She opens the door and she sees Mr. Forrester has painted himself purple. And there's a tail coming out of his trousers. You can call me Foxy. And I've decided your home looks so loving and caring. I'm, I'm going to move in too. We can be foxes together, Michael. Oh, Dad, oh, take me away. Why not? They'll feed us for free. We won't have to work anymore. Okay, when you put it like that. Uh... Don't worry, I'll lick you clean every night. Oh, this is... Dad, I don't want... The... Do I have to do it back to you? Oh, oh Dad, stop it. Dad, stop it. Mr. Forrester. You wanted a fox? That's what you're gonna get. Where are your bins? Mess, 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 mess. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, let's uh, move on to, before our break, we're going to do a quick round of Now Show Me Yours. Okay, where we're going to see Left Foot First do a distilled version of their show. How about that? Does that sound good, guys? All right. Time for a jingle then, I suppose. Here we go. Awesome. That was Mark Tyndall saying awesome at the end there. Can we all say hello to Mark Tyndall? How's our Tyndall app going? All right. Um, left foot first. Please um, give us a quick introduction and then um, I'll give you a one word suggestion when you're ready to go. I hope you don't mind me and Luke join in if we feel we like that. that. But we you guys are running the thing. Sure. Um, yeah. Go ahead. How would you start a normal show? Hello, we are left foot first. How are you, audience? Yes. Yes. So good to see you on this majestic Friday evening. We are left foot first. You can follow us on Facebook. We've got a new page. It's facebook.com slash left foot first London. Wow. Yeah. Welcome, the Alf Dem left foot first. <laughs> <laughs> so, to begin our scene, could we please have a one word suggestion? Oh, yes, your suggestion. Um, oh, yeah, I've got a suggestion. Your suggestion is, is yep. um, say stop. <laughs> Someone oh. say stop. Stop, stop. Charity. Charity. Yeah. Charity. Magician is charity. Right. Brian, I've been through our wardrobe and I think it's a good time to clear out the clothes. Well, 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 well you know I don't like... Um, giving any way of my stuff, Gilbert. I, I prefer to just hoard. I'm a hoarder. I, you I know you are. change a hoarder. I know you are, Brian, but you've got to embrace change. And the change that needs to be embraced is the giving away of some of the clothes you've got. But, but if you would like to embrace change, why don't we embrace the concept of not giving stuff away and just keeping stuff and hoarding and, uh, yes... Brian, it's got to an extreme. I, I, I can no longer see the mattress in my room. I, I just go in and I'm surrounded by, by Feeler and, and Puma and, and Adidas and other sporting garments which you insist on hoarding. It's just like one big trampoline soft cushion. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I'm trying no, to it's, do No, it's here. suffocating, literally, physically. I, I can't see through the windows. There's no light. Uh, hey, roommates, guys. I've been trying to move out for the past week. I just can't get out of the... This I just can't get to the door, to be honest. Look, can even, you, even Lance can't can you, leave. Can you he, give me a hand? It takes two people to move this bed. He's still paying his rent. Yeah, it's on direct deposit, but... <laughs> exactly. I, 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 I just feel... I just feel you should get some help with this. Fine. Fine. Brian, Fine. I'm going to... I'm going to send you for counselling. And, and you're going to go. You're going to do it for me. <sighs> Fine. Fine. Who, who is this counsellor? Dr Gold. Okay, a special, fine. special counsel. Okay, fine. 
Could you could you just drop some water or something behind the couch or behind the bed? I, it's very thirsty. Oh, Jesus, man. Ridiculous. This, this enjoy. I'm, I, I'm leaving this flat as soon as I bloody well can. Oh, uh, hello there, Councillor. Hello. Tell me about your problem. I'm Dr. Gold. Uh, Dr. Gold, you have quite a seductive voice. Are you always... I think I've heard your voice before. Yes, it's on my, my weekly radio show, Counseling for Hoarders, and how you can embrace your inner self. Okay, well, I, 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 I could be sure I've, I've heard it on a chat line before. It just sounded far, far more seductive. But anyway, I, 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 I do digress. I'm sorry. Um, yes, well... Bring, 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 bring. Hello there, big boy. Uh, what? Hello, Dr. Gold. Uh, oh, sorry. Yes, you're one of my clients. Hello, please, sir. Hello. I, I just can't stop collecting telephones. Oh, yes, yes. Y yes, Andrew. Uh, we have our next appointment, let's see, Tuesday at, at 3 p.m. If you could bring all of your telephones into my studio when you do that, I, I would greatly appreciate it. Okay. All right. Bye, Andrew. Bye, Dr. Gold. <sighs> now, your roommate has sent me or sent you to me so that we can get through your hoarding issues. Hmm. Now, I find that many of my clients have a need to hoard because they feel they weren't loved as a child. Is that the case with you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. You've touched quite a nerve there, yeah. Bring, 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 bring. Oh, God. Sorry, I have this other job. Hello, what can I do to you? What? what? Oh, Dr. Gold, it's me again. Oh, oh, sorry, Andrew. I, it's my other job. I should get two phones. What is it? Oh, now I'm collecting appointments. <laughs> oh, oh, great. Yes, I see that you've already booked four with my secretary. Uh, would you like to book a fifth and sixth for next week as well? Yes, please. Okay, how about Friday at 5 and 5.30? Okay, and I'll bring all my appointments with me, shall I? Okay, great. Of course you should. Okay. With your telephones. Yes. All right. Bye, Andrew. Bye. Bye, Dr. Gold. Uh, hey, could you turn the phone off, please? Um, uh, are you a legit counsellor? Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Hello, Dr. Gold. May I make you an appointment, please? Uh, what are you wearing? Oh. Oh, oh. hello. Hey. Oh, hey. How's it? Tell me, tell me what I'm you're wearing. I'm wearing yellow, oh. lacy, brazier. Oh, yeah, my that's good. can't go all the way up to my belly button. Um, oh, but can I, can I call you back? I'm, no, I'm so close. Oh. oh, sorry. Sorry. Bye, sir. Oh, Bye. Oh. Okay, getting back to you and your hoarding. And you were saying that you had childhood love issues. Yeah. Well, I, I was saying that, so you keep... I just got me all flustered. Oh, for God's sake. For God's sake. Hello, Dr. Gold. Could I make an appointment for you? Hi, Doctor. Hi. Look, you've told me over our many months of counselling, you got me to stop collecting spoons, and you asked me rather I should collect my thoughts. Oh, you're yes. so true, Edric. Is that true? Yes, yes. yes so How's this is your fault, you? then. So I've been collecting my thoughts over the last couple of weeks, and they all direct me towards killing my family. And now I stand in a pool of blood surrounded by all the limbs and parts of my my loved ones and oh. I'm just wondering if I should direct the police towards you oh 
no, 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 Eric. We were talking about your thoughts, not your actions. That would be the next step. But uh, since collected... we haven't gotten there, that's on you. So should I bring all these body parts with me to the next session? Yes, yes, that's the system. You know that. Okay. We'll see you next Thursday. All right, I'll go get some black bags. Okay, right. okay. Also, what are you wearing? Uh, <laughs> let's see, I'm wearing a, a, a yellow lacy bra, but I'm going to bill you for that separately. Look, don't wear anything that blood will stain, all right? Bye. Okay, red it is. Bye. Right, li- listen, for God's sake, well, I'm, I'm fed up with this. Can you just give me five steps that, that I'm supposed to, to heal myself, whatever this is? Yes. So the first step would be to pile all of your things into a single room, which I understand you've already done, which was so tick, good. Tick, tick, tick. Yep. <laughs> the second step is to talk to your flatmates and allow them to support you in moving the things out of your house. Uh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll put that to one side. Keep going. All right. The third step will be to actually move everything out into the front of your house and put up a sign saying free stuff. Mm. (laughs) Challenging. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then not all of it will be taken, so you'll get to take some of it back and and you'll get a rush like it's a new thing instead of an old thing. Ooh, yeah, I like that, I like that, yeah. And then once most of your stuff is gone, you can take everything that's left back inside. Yeah, yeah. And then for your next appointment, you can bring it to my office because that's the system. Okay, and and I have to keep coming back to you? Until you're healed, yes. We cut to the yard sale. Uh, Hey, uh, I see you got this old record player. Does it still work, mate? No, 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 it doesn't work. It's not worth taking, mate. All right. It's It's still, there's a cool conversation piece, though. I reckon it'll look really good in my flat. Oh, nice. That's outdated. Final's old, man. It's it's all free. I can just, I'm going to take it. I'm... (sighs) All right. Okay, my I'm just, my I'm just yeah, putting yeah, it. I'm yeah. just putting it in the back of my car. Fuck. Cool. Thanks, mate. Hey, man. Hey, dude. Yeah. You got any black bags? Uh, uh, what, what would you need the black I, bags I need for, about man? Six or seven. What, what would you need them for, dude? Why are you covered in blood, dude? Uh, just to tell me if you got any black bags, really. Uh, yeah, I, well, they're all full of stuff, but yeah, I've got some black bags, man. Yeah. Do I get to keep the stuff? If I give you the black bags, if I can empty my stuff here, and you just take the black You'll bags. You help me unload my stuff. If I need to, if sure, yeah, I'll bring back all this stuff. Yeah, okay, man. All right, all right. Uh, just, just, just get out of my get. Out, Thank just you. Go, just Thank go, you. please. Jeez, that guy was creepy, man. Oh, hello. Uh, my, my name's Andrew. I'm a, I'm a hoarder. Uh, I'll just take everything. Uh, well, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, taking it all. Slow down, man. You say it's free. Uh, I've got it. Where do you want the truck, Andrew? Brian, this is your moment. You need to embrace this. This is your chance to get release. Must. Release. And breathe, Brian, and breathe, and breathe. Let Andrew have the things. Oh, just, so many things. Oh, God. Just, 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 just take it, man. I'm going to have such a long phone call to Dr. Gold later. Oh, God, that, that woman. Just, just, you know what? Just do, take it, Do man. I have to go with him now? Is it... It's a flat. I was trapped are, in all of those you, things. Are you can free we, as well? Can no. I really want to move out of this can, flat, please? Yeah, can, no, I just, can, can we keep this guy? Can have just enough Take, take me with you. Brian, he's, he's, he's Andrew, we've he, only got 20 minutes left with this truck. Make a decision. Brian, he's paid his rent. He can go. Just take him. Pile him in. <laughs> just give me some you know water, please. <laughs> just get out of here, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not the kind of water I wanted. We go back. We, we, forward, we fast forward a week where uh, Brian, Brian heads over to Dr. Gold's office. Hey. Thanks for the appointment, hey. Doctor. I'll see you next week. Oh God, for God's sake. Bye, Edric. Oh. I think you're making real great progress. Thank you. Oh, it's you. I, 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 how did those black bags oh, you, fantastic. Yeah, you're going to see him in there when you go oh, in. Oh, jeez, okay. Right. Bye. Bye. 
Uh, hi, Brian. Don't worry hey. about Edric's things. I didn't have time to put them in the closet, and this Wh is about what? you and your hoarding. Uh, okay, th 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 there's a hand sticking out of the cupboard. Oh, sorry, let me just close that. Don't, don't you worry about Edric's things. Okay, li li listen, listen, Dr. Go. Uh, I've got a lot to tell you. Oh, great. How did your sale go? Well, you know, uh, at first when you told me what to do, uh, I didn't buy into it. It wasn't me. But I did it. I released. And now, I want to take you away from this. Because, li don't lie to me, I know on the side you're doing sex phone calls. <laughs> I, uh, How did you figure that out? Uh, well, I'm a pretty perceptive guy. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, and I want to take you away from this. Uh, I'm a new man. I'm free. I, I'm an empty vessel. My glass has been emptied. Fill me up. Fill me. <laughs> okay, Brian. I just have one more appointment to do with Andrew a little bit later, and then after that, we can run away together. Right, okay, okay. You promise? Yes. Right. Fast forward three hours later, appointment with Andrew. Hello, Dr. Gold. I brought in all those telephones that you asked for. And all the rest of the stuff that I've got. There you go. You can have it all. Wow, Andrew. I thought that you were only on telephones and appointments. I didn't realize that uh, that you had adopted all of this other stuff. But it's very it's it's very progressive of you to bring it to my office. Thank you. Well, I, I picked up a, a, a quite a lot of stuff for free. So I, I just I just brought it all in, and now now I can be cured, can't I? If I if I just if if you just take care of all my stuff. If you just collect everything that I have, I'll be fine, won't I? Yes, Andrew, just leave all of your new old crap here and turn around and walk away a new man. You're not a hoarder anymore. You don't even have to come back to this office. And we see that the uh, counselor's office now, she has the body parts sticking out of the cupboard and there's a pile of phones now in the corner. She's got all these different hoarders collections all filling up her office space. Can I have some water, please? <laughs> please. All right, folks. Um, we'll be right back after this break. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go spank some children. And uh, we'll be right back in a couple minutes. Here's that handsome devil with Damn Door. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. To it, it isn't so bad. You may get a chuckle or a cynical laugh. It's the adventures of Party Mom and the Invisible Dad. Dad. Uh, that was that handsome devil with Party Mom and Invisible Dad and many other songs. But now we're back on the Lil Show, baby. Welcome back. Left foot first. Are we all having fun? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a rare occasion, but we've got three of you sharing one mic. How are you guys managing with that over there? <laughs> Don't all fight over it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, shall we get on with some more improv, folks? Mm -hmm. Time for the part of the show we call Epic Saga. Epic Saga. 
that's right. It's time for Epic Saga, the portion of the show where we continue the ever-going stories of my two co-hosts, Luke Valvona and Alex Siverite. This week, of course, Luke Valvona is going to be doing another chapter of Charles Pepet's epic tale. Um, I'm just getting some backing music for the intro bit. Um, I'm trying to type and talk at the same time, realizing I'm not very good at it. Um, so, uh, so basically, um, Luke has a character called Charles Pepet, who is a fugitive hunter. He was um, he was um, hu- he was a prison warden, and he uh, helped incite a riot, which resulted in the escape of twelve prisoners. And now he's on the hunt for them on a worldwide chase. Uh, let's do a quick catch up for our listeners, shall we? Previously on Epic Saga, uh, Charles Pepet has um, after capturing two fugitives on a on a submarine and taking them back to their prison. He then ventured on to his last uh, chapter, which involved something... Speed dating. Speed dating, that's right. He was uh, speed <laughs> dating. And um, he went on a date with, with, the, with the old Pope, Benedict, as well as um, two others, um, including the girl. The girl basically organized like a triple date. Um, and it turned out that... The old Pope was a fugitive? No. No, the old Pope was a general all-round good guy. Uh, right. Right <laughs> the, into the mic um, there, please, Luke. The the, uh, the, the third... Oh, yeah, it the was guy. the guy with his mum. There was a and, guy called Dave who was always hanging out with his mum. his mum was really Big Larry, who was the <laughs> getaway driver. And, That's uh, right. Big Larry. That's right. And then uh, you apprehended... I apprehended both of them. No, uh, you left Old Pope looking after Big Larry. That's right. And the lady, and you went off with Dave and put him back in prison. And now we'll move on to our next chapter. That was probably the worst catch-up of <laughs> uh, Epic Saga we've ever done. Someone please say stop, and then we'll I'll say the location, and then we'll begin a scene. The scene, oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> stop again. All right, oh, okay. All right, uh, I don't like this one either, but... The scene begins in an English pub. Here you go, here you go, Mikey. Here's your pint of Guinness. Oh, thanks, John. How you doing? I'm all right. I'll be 1620, please. Yeah, all right, okay. Cheers, Jeez, pal. This has gone up, mate. Oh, no, don't tell me about go. it. No, don't tell me. It affects me as much as it does you, you know, yeah, Mikey. It increases your bank balance, is what it does. Increases the bank balance, and I have to pay my workers less that makes them less happy makes the customers less happy and look around you this pub is practically empty isn't it yeah i can always rely on wage. can always rely on regulars like you though right yeah yeah thanks for keeping supporting this this establishment for so long mikey no worries when are your little one's going to be old enough to start drinking oh well, it's a bit between you and me john i've already gotten them started dad oh. dad dad can you get me a pint please you brought him in today mikey dad. Wow, who's this little one then? What's your name, pal? Uh, Terry. Nice to meet you, I'm Terry. Ready. I'm ready for it, Dad. Oh, my name's Dave. Oh, all right, Dave. Nice to meet you, man. Was it Dave? It was. It, it, was, it can be. It, da- was, it was John. Oh, but yeah. oh John. Oh. That's right, John. My, uh, my only my parents call me Dave. Call me John. 
Oh, John, Dave, oh, is, is this banter what we're doing? Yeah, it is banter. Oh, nice yeah. work. Yeah. You're getting into this yeah. pub scene nicely. Paired me, paired me at home, yeah. yeah. Daddy, well is it true if I drink Magnus, I'll be big and strong because it's got apples in it? Oh. Yeah, apples are good for you. Counts for you. You've got a girl a too, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice, you this dog. This is Samantha. Hello, man. <laughs> my name's John, Samantha. Nice to meet you. Hi. Dave. John. <laughs> no, my parents call me oh, Dave. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, You've got his name wrong already. You're a rubbish brother. Well, um, little ones, I hope you find yourselves comfortable here and, uh, you know, um, you're more than welcome any time. I hope to rely on you as, as loyal customers in the future. What, what will you have to drink, little ones? I'll have a, a Jaeger bomb. Um, that's naughty because it's got Red Bull in it and that makes you really hyper. Yeah, not, not too close to bedtime there. Come on, you... Have something, a, oh, have right. something a little bit less pep in it. Like just, just give them a Jack and Coke. Okay. Well, we we do have the um, caffeine-free Red Bull. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. My How about that? Wants to get me started oh. on pills. Or do you do any of those? Pills. Yeah. Special. We do. We do pims, Samantha. Oh, no, that's what she said. She said pims. Is it because you were telling me earlier that the pills? Are we going raving later, Daddy? I'll be right back with your drinks. All right, folks. Dad, listen. Oh, I thought we were going raving. This is what you said. You, you were Daddy, you said us. we get to throw our hands in the air like we just don't yeah, care. Yeah, we do. We're going to get to do that. We're going to get. And if we take all the pills, we'll be able to do it at four times the speed we would normally. Is Mummy going to come? Yeah, we're going to we're going to meet Mummy there. We're going to meet her at the club. Will right, Mummy be with her other boyfriend? She's going to be working tonight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, can't wait. Oh, oh. The, the, so you don't want us to mention the pills, okay? Because the barman's coming back. Yeah, just just keep it to yourself for now. We'll okay. Okay. Here we are. Um, here you go, young lad, little girl. Your pims, your Jagerbomb. Now, you're, before you start drinking, I need to hear you both confirm that you're both over eighteen for me, because this is a very legal, law-abiding establishment. Just say yes. <laughs> My age is one plus eight. Yes. Yes. Very good. <laughs> I'm definitely eighty. Is this banter? No, I mean, yeah, I am 18. I'm 18. Very good, very good. There we go. As long as I'm concerned, we are upholding all the laws of the land. Here you go, guys. Okay. Cheers. Clink. Cheers. Clink. See it off. See it off. <laughs> See it off. Down it. Down it. <laughs> now, uh, Mikey, you have some really posh kids there. Yeah, I'm putting them through public school. Oh. Mm. Uh, is that why... Uh, you're looking so depressed all the time, spending well, all your all your money on that. Between this bar and the public school, I'm pretty skint, mate. Yeah, no and, money. And your missus playing about? Well, I saw your missus with a second job in here yeah. the other day. Yeah. Uh, writing up some reports, if you know what I mean. I do. I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. I'm really sad to hear that, but uh, I mean, just to let you know, I spit in her drink every time, Mikey. Okay. Good. Good. Hey, Mikey. Hey, kids. Oh, speak of the devil. Mummy. I I have some bad news, Mikey. I've been fired from my other job. Oh, no. But I'll be able to hang out here with all my favorite people. Uh, Hi, John. Can I get a pint, please? Sure thing. I see that, Mikey. You're always last resort. Second best. There you go, my dear. Oh, thank you, John. (laughs) Mikey. Oh, what was that? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> Mikey, could you pay for this, please? I don't have any money left. Oh, Daddy, God. now that you don't have any money left, will we still all get to go to the private school? 
Oh God, I don't, I just, I don't know. Because you were saying, if we ever ran out of money, we could go on a crime spree, and that sounded fun. Uh, we may have to do that now, yeah. We may have to do that. Uh, we... No, your kid's education is the most important thing to your father and myself. We'd never make you do that, right, Mikey? Uh, Daddy, can I have uh, a gun? Yeah. <laughs> your your kids are are twins, right? They're the same age. Yeah, we're both ten. I, I mean, eighteen. Are you both in the? Oh yeah. Are you both in the same classes? Yeah, most of the time. Well, we don't really go to school much, but yeah, when we do turn up. Well, that's useful. Cut to private school. <laughs> the the school bell rings and the kids are filing into English class. Okay, class, sit down. Today we're doing a comparison of British English with American English. Now... Ugh, that sounds boring. No, Mrs. Rossiter, I want another subject. Okay, 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 fine. You, you prissy kids. How about Shakespeare? God, you're so weak, always bending to our yeah. suggestions. I have some strength, woman. Secretly, I love the first suggestion, but you've flawed yourself already. Yeah, how are we oh. supposed to respect you now? Damn it, children! American English it is! Now take all the U's out of colour and labour. Yeah, that's more like it, but it's spunk. That's take, right. Take what out, sorry? The U's. The U's? Don't spell things with U. Oh, take the U's, U's out. out. Take the U's out of spunk? What? No, 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 only spunk. when they come after an O. Spunk. Spink. Spink. So Americans say spink? Yes, that's a little known fact. You've got the worst teacher. How's this going to affect our lives knowing American English? What about umbrella? How do we My daddy's to... paying £10,000 a year for this, and all we're getting is an absence of vowels and a lot of consonants, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> all right, so that was our American English lesson. <laughs> and you kids need an attitude adjustment, so we're going to do Canadian English now. Now, Ooh. after everything you say, we say A, like it's a question. So if you say, I'm going to the toilet, you say, I'm going to the toilet, A. Eh? You're a really shit teacher, eh? <laughs> That's why she's going to Damn it, I've had enough. You kids are on your own. I'm out of here. I'm never teaching again. And Yay. she storms out, and then we, we cut to the staff room, that we're, and she storms in in a huff into the staff room. Mr. Miller, I quit. That's it. I quit. I'm walking off the job right now. Jessica, what, what, what's the matter there? <laughs> These kids are a nightmare. They're horrible. Well, the thing to do is to hold your nerve. Did, did you change suggestions halfway through like you've always been doing? Yes, I couldn't stand up to them. They're so mean to me, Mr. Miller. They're 12 years old, Jessica. You're a grown woman. I know. I think I'm just not cut out for this. I'm going to go find a new job. I'm sorry. I resign. <sighs> Wait a minute there. I think the reason that you don't know how to teach is because you're not actually a teacher at all. <gasps> That's right. I can see through your disguise. Oh my god. Big, big Toby. <laughs> Mrs. Rossiter, it can't be true. <laughs> she rips off a, a mask to reveal this huge man underneath with three day stubble and a receding hairline. Fuck me, I thought those tits weren't real. <laughs> Plump, plump, two boobs fall on the floor. <laughs> I bet you're regretting that one night stand now. <laughs> you bitch, yeah? <laughs> I wonder what the hell was going on. A fugitive hunter? Oh no, you haven't seen the last of me. 
And with that, Big Toby turns and jumps out the window. Smash! Whoosh. He hasn't seen the last of me. And with that, Charles Pippet jumps out the window after him. And then we cut to a high adrenaline uh, packed race uh, chase through the suburban town of Hertfordshire. And uh, <laughs> they're jumping over taxis and running through the main square. Stop bloody running so fast. This is a pedestrian area. F you, man, F you. I've got important places to be. And he punches the the, the civilian <laughs> in the face. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then Charles Papette runs past the same civilian. Out of my way. Stop <laughs> running. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then uh, you see, like, a, uh, you see Charles and the, the, uh, the criminal running into the shopping centre. And, um, and then they, they crash through and they, they go into the pub we originally started in. Oh, what's all this then? Who are you, you big hairy bastard? I'm Big Toby. What do you want? I want a pint and I want you to get rid of this guy following me. Oh, you want me to bar him, eh? That's right. He's drunk already, barkeep. He can't well, come in if here. If you can afford the 1620 for the pint, I'll bar anyone you ask. I'm desperate for custom. All right, let me just look in my wallet. 12, 13, 14... Ah, oh, no! Half a pint? Half a pint. <laughs> okay, <laughs> eight, ten, please. All right, just go sit in that corner and I'll deal with whoever walks in here. <laughs> fling! The doors fling open. Good evening. Get out of my pub. That's not how pubs usually work. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. I've got to cling on to the very last customers I have, and I've got to keep them happy so they don't go anywhere else. So you, sir, I'm going to have to ask to leave. Unless you're going to buy one or more pints. <laughs> How much? 16.20 a pop, mate. Perhaps I could pay for it with my batons. <laughs> well, I've got this shotgun under the bar. And Charles Pipette leaps through the air quicker than ah, bang, quicker than bang. he can fire, spinning oh, right round. Shots. <laughs> ah, pull up, wallop in the head, and then they go tumbling through the the hatch into the cellar of the pub, and they're like wrestling in the cellar. Ah, ugh. oh, watch me kegs! Don't knock over me kegs! Ah, oh, ah, I've got a thirst for justice. You're incredibly <laughs> silent when you wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Got a thirst for justice, eh? Well, how about a drink of this? And he rips open a keg and sticks it in his mouth. And all the pressure starts filling up Charles Papette's face. And then Charles Papette becomes completely inebriated and just passes out on the floor. What have we here? This would be a perfect time for Big Toby to come down and find Charles Papette and finish him. But unfortunately, Big Toby already ran out of the pub and is halfway down the street and has gone back into the shopping center and into the department store. Stop running so fast! <laughs> oh. <laughs> then we cut back to the cellar, and uh, we see Charles Papette tied to um, a bunch of empty barrels. And, uh, and then he's all covered in beer, and he's, like, waking up out of his slumber. And, and the pub landlord has a couple of mates with him. What do you reckon of this then, fellas? Daddy, should we help Johnny with his with his quest to take that man out? Yeah, you know, look, 
This is going to get me bad credit, right? It's going to restore Wait, my hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Your kid's getting carried away. I'll take him out. Uh, I, I was thinking... Wait, you invited me here? <laughs> well, yeah, well, look, we were going to kill him, yeah, and then yeah, stuff him. Yeah, 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 I was thinking we stuff him and mount him above the pub. I love taxidermy. That's my favourite. Is it? Yeah. Did you did you study it at your special Ponzi private school? We killed all the eagles in our school. Wow. Well, you'll be very handy. What what materials do we need to stuff this this lawman? Skin. <laughs> and, uh... Stuff him with skin. Oh, stuffing no, of the skin. Formalde- You've got New Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> well, formaldehyde. We haven't got for. Okay, one thing at a time. We ain't got formaldehyde, oh. but I can cover him in Jägermeister. Perfect. Maybe that'll preserve the flesh. Um, Yorkshire puddings mm. to stuff him with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get the chef on that right away. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> How many Yorkshire puddings do you want, boss? Oh, uh, yes, chef. Um, I'd say, looking at him, 97. No problem, boss. Give me 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. They are quite a quick food to prepare. Uh, so... Oh, chef, wait, before you go, chef, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, could yes, I borrow yes. one of your knives? Uh, what do you want it for? I want to I wanna flay open this this poor villa here. Oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> okay, thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> All right. He holds the knife up to Charles Papette's chin. And he goes, any last words, mister? Just one. No! <laughs> and, and three trained monkeys <laughs> leap through the really? Kids, help me out here. You take out those monkeys. I'll deal with this one. I love monkeys. Oh, monkeys Charles are our favourite. No, that's not going to help. I'm not hurting them. Coochie cool. Oh, I'm... The kids get ripped in twain. Ah! Charles, Charles Pipette grabs the knife in his teeth. Ah! <laughs> and, oh, you've got a strong jaw. And starts cutting the ropes off. Ah. I'm too preoccupied with this monkey to get my knife back. Ah. Ah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then I, uh, the barkeeper gets a monkey in a, in a, in a lock, in an arm lock. <laughs> and he goes, bloody hell. And then he, he, Charles the Pet frees himself from the ropes. It's baton time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, you don't want to hurt your monkey, do you? <laughs> Charles Pipette carefully battens around the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Charles Pipette is, is remained standing with the dad and the, and the three monkeys. Uh, just after a pint, mate, can you... Can you help me out? Here, have this whole barrel full. All right. And you monkeys, have this sack of peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) Big Toby appears back at the door. Charles Pipette, we're not finished here. And Big Toby has with him uh, (laughs) his own three monkeys that he's brought to fight Charles (laughs) They're a slightly larger species of monkey. Yeah, they're baboons. <laughs> <laughs> they're all wearing bowler hats and smoking cigars. And we can talk. We're going to get you. We hate you, Charles. You pet. little shitty monkeys. Okay, let's settle this monkey 
Ah, monkey. <laughs> monkey fight! The monkeys launch at each other. His fur is flying around. <laughs> one of the monkeys got distracted and is just drinking out of one of the kegs. He's <laughs> helping himself to beer. And him and another monkey are sharing a cigar. Cheers! <laughs> Two of the monkeys of opposite sex have, uh, have found each other. <laughs> of opposite species also. <laughs> They're making a chimp baboon hybrid. <laughs> And uh, Charles Papet is standing there facing Big Earl? Toby. Toby. <laughs> so, Charles Papet, it's you and me. So, Big Toby, it's me and you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Suddenly, one of the monkeys launches Big Toby's fake breasts, taking her out in the process. <laughs> she drops to the floor unconscious. Ah! That was a surprising cry for someone who was unconscious. <laughs> well, now, only six prisoners remaining. I'll just tie him, stroke her up, and take her back to the prison. And then uh, Charles Papet ties her up uh, and um, puts her, stuffs her into an empty barrel, empty beer barrel and rolls her down the streets of Hertfordshire and hails a cab. Oh, stop running so fast! All right. Wonderful stuff. Let's have a quick jingle, huh? You're listening to... K2K Radio. That's right, you're listening to K2K Radio. We're here on The Little Show um, with Left Foot First, Luke Valvona and me, Talal Kalkuti. I'm not going to spell that for you. Right now, it's time for a little segment we call Movies, Movies, Movies. You stick with me, kid, and I'll make you a That's right. It's time for movies, movies, movies. The portion of the show where we uh, take a movie, uh, we take, we we pick a list of movies based on a subject we've been discussing this week, and then we randomly pick one of those movies, and then I read the synopsis of that movie, and then we act out an abridged version of that movie. Um, today I have a list in front of me of the top twenty-five time travel movies because uh, we had a bit of time travel action earlier, and it was recently Back to the Future Day. Um, obviously, that day was quite significant for a lot of people, because Back to the Future is very close to everyone's hearts, uh, including myself. I, I have to say, I, I posted a few Facebook memes to do with it myself. However, how significant is it, really? It, uh, uh, is it actually of any import? I, I, I think... Did you actually watch the movie? Of, of course. On, on on the day. Oh, not on the day, no. No. Well, I think that's what I'm trying to get at here, is that the movie itself, in the end of the day, is just a bloody movie. You know, it's not as good as it is or as fun as it is. It's just a bloody film. That's not actually important in itself. What I think the important thing is here and why it's a worthy holiday is that back in the 80s, we had such a... We have such interesting views of what the future would look like. And now we're in the future. We're faced with 
you know, banal kind of tedium. And um, it's like, I we wish. We have smartphones. Yeah, wow. Um, so, like, I think that's quite an important thing for cultures to, like, think about. We're always predicting what the future will be like, but also to think about how realistic those predictions are. And was it fair of them to think in 30 years they'd have flying cars and to put that, <laughs> that much hope in people's minds and stuff? Anyway, it's quite an interesting thing. I'm not, I don't think it's a holiday, but do you think... Well, that, that's, it's the one specific... It's 2015 even, so it's like it's a specific day and year and everything, so maybe it hasn't got room to be a holiday. But I think that would be a quite nice holiday to have, <laughs> like National Forward Thinking Day or, or, or something. National Forethought Day. Oh. Uh, just a little nugget for you all to chew on, <laughs> uh, I suppose. Um, any Any comments no i'm rambling nonsense I'm, <laughs> I'm a madman um just give me more s s uh, I, super I, case i don't uh, let me sit in a in a bin heap i i watched uh back to the future part two on back to the future day yeah and it was it was just a nice moment to to hear him saying today's date <laughs> <laughs> yeah as um as the you know we've traveled to the future to october the 21st wasn't it 2015. Uh, yeah, 2015, 2015. Mm. Uh, and actually, I hadn't. I don't think I've watched the film since I was a kid. So. Oh. Oh right. Well, I've seen it lot. countless times since I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know. Certainly yeah. since I was a teenager. Well, it's quite profound, isn't it? Like, has that has any other films predicted a specific day like that that we can all celebrate? That's a really profound thing. I don't think many other generations are going to be able to have a day like that. And I think. Um, the 9-11 conspiracies behind Back to the Future are hilarious as well. They <laughs> really are so accurate. And like, like not Back to the Future predicted 9-11. And you could, you could easily whoa, whoa, argue whoa. that. You could easily argue it. I, I've missed all of this. I, I actually, really? I missed Twin pines? And then one of the pines being knocked down, and then it's uh. the lone pines. Uh, <laughs> when um, yeah, but both of them were knocked down. Well, uh, well, yeah, there you go. And then, and then <laughs> when uh, when the car zooms off into the future, it leaves a trail of fire behind, and that's like two ones. And then to the left, uh. and then to the left of the screen, there's actually like a visible nine, and it says nine eleven in big letters on the screen. Oh, really? and, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, the lasso of the bar. Um, the night, uh, yeah, and then um, Marty McBly McFly, as soon as he disappears, comes running back from the future to shock the doc at the end of the first film. The doc faints at, at yeah? the end of the second. And Marty McFly is wearing mm. the exact same outfit that um, Bin Laden. no, not as <laughs> Bin Laden. <laughs> 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 no, he's wearing like his sleuth gear, isn't he? He's wearing a red polo jumper, yeah. black leather jacket and jeans. Mm. And that's the exact same outfit that, um, what's the name of that kid from Third Rope from the Sun and from Batman? He, he's Robin in the oh, Batman. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon Gordon yeah. In that new film, The Wire, mm. by Robert Zemeckis, same director, mm. he's wearing red polo black leather jacket and jeans and he's standing on top of the twin towers and it came out in october 2015 the same month that back to the future predicted uh, as the future head twist go on youtube and look up Do you think back J. to the Fox future conspiracy videos 
I think it's it's Zemeckis had something to do with it. Michael J. Fox was just a puppet on a string. And there is that whole bit where he says, watch out for September the 11th. It was in the deleted scenes, right? Let's not forget the Libyan terrorists as well. At the Twin Pines Mall. Yeah? Crazy, crazy coincidences. Um, please, I recommend you go on YouTube and look at. In fact, I'll post them on the Lil Show uh, Facebook page. I'll post up a link to one of the videos. But right now, I've got a list of 25. Uh, a bit distracted. There's a party that's just begun outside. Um, 25 time travel films. Please, left foot first, can I have a number between 1 and 25? 12. 12. All right, we flicked to page. Did you say 7? I was about to say 17, but I was <laughs> <Okay>. cut off. <laughs> Sorry. I've just got a text from my dad, um, <laughs> and he said, um, George Orwell, I'll do it in his accent. George Orwell wrote a novel in 1940s. George Orwell wrote a novel in 1940s predicting life in 1984. What? The title what? is <laughs> 1984. Just a thought. But the funny thing is, what my dad wrote, he wrote, the title is 1948. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hi, Dad. Hi. I love you. Everyone say hi to Mustafa. Hi. Um, Mustafa, thanks for listening. Our loyal, loyal listener. Dad is the one person I can guarantee is listening every, every week. <laughs> now, um, look, this is, I, I can't, I, I, it's completely justified. Number 12 is a comedy film. So I'm going to skip past it to 11. Do you guys mind? We got another no. number backed up from Mark. You can't really skip. Oh, you said 17? Yeah, 17. You said 17. Let's see what that is cuz we don't like parodying comedies. It doesn't quite work. Oh, this is perfect. Okay, very good. Very good. Okay. Time crimes. Um When I was a kid, um there was a, a we did a multimedia class for like GCSE and we all had to go and create a project like and pitch it. And I went and created a computer game idea, and it was called Crime Time. And it was about a time-traveling burglar <laughs> who would go around different times burgling mad stuff, um, which was quite fun. Uh, sorry for the creaks there. That's just Mike's moving. Oh, my dad just said, shit, 1984. <laughs> 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 so, um, <laughs> so time, crimes, one word. Um, let's just quickly oh there it is time crimes 2007 uh, directed by nacho vigalondo written by nacho vigalondo <laughs> starring, uh, starring <laughs> uh, cara el candela fernandez and barbara gonaga um i get I, the feeling this isn't uh, an english <laughs> film is it <laughs> i like to say the names because um this is my opportunity to apologize to them for what we're about to do to their film um here is a breakdown of the storyline, and then I'm going to do some intro music, and we're going to get going. Okay? Uh, we haven't got we got 15 minutes to do it. Uh, Max Power's in the studio. What's up, Max Power? What's up, Mr. Talal? All right, sit back down. We're in the middle of something. All right, here we go. <laughs> storyline. Hector is an ordinary man who's moving to a new house with his wife. One evening, while he's looking through his binoculars, he sees a naked girl in the woods. He decides, to, he decides to go there just to find that same girl laying on a rock. Suddenly, 
This is very detailed. I'm going to go back up to just the brief thing. A man accidentally gets into a time machine and travels back in time nearly an hour. (laughs) 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 Finding himself will be the first of a series of disasters of unforeseeable consequences. Okay. Okay. So, um, So from what the information I've just given you, a guy moved into a new house with his wife, sees a naked girl in the woods... Goes out there. By the time he gets there, she's dead. Um, and then he accidentally finds a time machine, travels back nearly an hour. <laughs> Interesting. Shall I find out where this is from? Yes. Thank yes, you. do that. Mexico. Si. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Spanish. Okay. Uh, she's and... dead. Ooh. Okay, here we go, wow. guys. Uh, time crimes. I'm so happy to have moved into this house with you. Oh, thank you, uh, Julia. Uh, it's a wonderful house, isn't it? Yes, it is, and you're the best husband ever. Thank you, Julia. Here, I've, I've, I cooked dinner for tonight. And we see that the house they've just moved into is like a log cabin in the middle of a forest. It's a boar. I shot it earlier. Oh, wow, Hector, thank you so much. It looks like such a great dinner. You should probably have a look outside to see if there's any more wild boar. Well, maybe for tomorrow's dinner. Yes. You provide for us so well. Thank you. And then he... (laughs) She goes about setting the table and and stuff. And and, 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 uh, what was your name again? Hector. Hector Hector. walks, walks to the window, picks up a pair of binoculars and looks out the window. Hey, papi, come on, look at me. Hey, I'm dancing for you. You can somehow see and hear a naked woman gyrating in the woods. Unaccountably, there's a heavy beat playing. There's like rave lights like flashing around. Hey, Hey, we're here for you, Hector. Well, there's two naked women. Oh, well. uh, I just got out of the some Hector. I... uh, I was just about to have dinner with the wife, but... um, (laughs) Hector turns around, looks over... And sees his wife kind of bending over, putting the things on the table, and she's get, putting on a bit of weight in her pregnancy. Oh, uh, 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 Julia, I, I've just seen a boar for tomorrow's dinner, <laughs> so I, I'm just going to pop out into the woods for for maybe half an hour or so. Um, I'll I'll be right back. Okay, adios, Hector. Thank you. Hector picks up his double-barrel shotgun and, and goes out into the woods. <laughs> um, he, he ventures out into the woods and there's eerie noises. There's all that discotheque noises he heard before weren't aren't there anymore. And uh, they're replaced by, like, crickets and, like, wind and stuff. And then that all stops. And then he gets out into the woods and he sees the two beautiful naked women lying on rocks with, like, blood trickling down their heads. Oh, dear. Well, there's absolutely nothing I can do about this now except report it to the police. Isn't there? And he turns around, there's a dark figure. 
Oh, a dog figure. <laughs> what are you doing here? Hector Gonzalez. How did you know my surname? Oh, I know many things. I've, I've tried so hard to lose the accent. Do you want to help these two girls? See, si, I mean, yes. <laughs> but uh, uh, they're dead, so... Follow me. And he turns around and starts walking. Oh, oh okay. Hector follows, and they walk to, like, a, a clearing in the brush, and there's a weird contraption sitting in the middle of the clearing with the dark figure looming over it. Tickets, please. Tickets. <laughs> this, this tiny tricycle <laughs> is... Uh... What, what's special about it? If you want to help the girls, you must pay the man. Well, well I, d I didn't really think I How could... How many dineros do you have, Hector? About 82. I know where you are from. You are not, you're not an American man. Pay me. <laughs> Dinero, not dollar. I, I was never pretending to be an American man. <laughs> uh. ah, you and your false English. Come on. Get onto the time travel machine. You are going to save somebody. Okay. Time travel machine? Yeah, yeah, yes, I, 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 maybe I said that too early. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Figaro. Take over from now. Uh, back to your cage. Um, trollop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pay. Give me the 80 dinero. And you may ride the tricycle of time. Uh. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I suppose clink, I'll be... Clink, clink, clink. He puts De Niro in his hand. Very good. I'll be going back to a time where I still have that money. <laughs> yes, but you must rob your past self for it. Oh, that that's true. <laughs> he, uh, Hector sits on the trike. Um, pedal. Pedal like you've never pedaled before. I, I've never pedaled before. <laughs> Well then, simply pedal. <laughs> oh, that's that's easy. And he's pedaling, 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 and suddenly the, the clearing begins to spin, and then the woods around the clearing spin, spinning, spinning, spinning. But then the chain on the tricycle breaks, and then everything suddenly jolts to a stop. And he sees that it's barely even light. Like it's, he's, you know, it was dark when he went out, but now it's not like it's light or anything. He's not. It's only just getting dark, and um, the, obviously the dark figure is gone, and so is um, Trollope. And uh, <laughs> Hector gets off the tricycle. Well, I wonder what year it is. I wonder who the president is. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go searching for some clues. He's walking, he's walking through the woods, and um, he comes across the... Uh, he, he looks through the bush at the cabin that he's just moved into with his wife. And he sees him um, dragging a boar in through the front door and his wife standing at the door saying, Oh, Hector, you provide for us so well. Thank you. And Hector replies, Yes, I do. Here's a boar. And future Hector is watching from the bushes. Oh, God, I, I look so muscly from behind. Wow. And he establishes what time this is. This must have been... About an hour ago, or two days ago, when I did exactly the same thing. I can't remember quite which which time it was. <laughs> and then he remembers, ah, that 80 dinero. <laughs> ah, I must rob my past self to ensure that I, that, that I carry on having money. 
But all of a sudden, he hears a faint sound in the woods. <gasps> a faint sound in the woods. <laughs> it's the party that I heard. Not a not. Yo, DJ Mega Mike here. Uh, spinning the ones on twos uh, for the girly, girly, girlies. Uh, strip your clothes off, girlies. We will fight on the beaches. We will never surrender. We will fight in Ibiza. Hey, puppy. Well, this this must be about an hour ago then. Well, I know what to do. I should take my shotgun. Well, I'll have to steal it off my past self first. Why don't you come to the party first? Yeah. Come spend some time with us, Chico. You're yeah. so muscly from behind. Yes, but, but I know I know you're going to be murdered, so I need to. Uh, what? I need to defend <laughs> defend you with a shotgun. DJ Mega Mike says, <laughs> if you got guns, fire them in the air. <laughs> and then Hector ra- uh, just obliges and lifts his shotgun up and shoots a shot into the air. And then we cut back to the cabin, yeah, an hour earlier, but now, and uh, Hector and his wife are startled by the sound of a gunshot. Ooh, what was that? Hector, I thought we were the only people for a hundred miles around. Hmm, well, that sounded like a gunshot. Sounded surprisingly similar to my gun. <laughs> let me, uh, let me go and check. <gasps> my gun is missing! Oh my god, Hector! You'll protect us, won't you? I'll protect us with this knife. Oh, you look so muscly from behind. <laughs> I don't believe you. I, I require empirical proof <laughs> before I, I will accept that. And off Hector ventures into the woods following the noise of the zombies. <laughs> hey, is it your twin? <gasps> hey. These must be the people who were, who were causing all the gunshots. What are you doing? Hey, we're having a party. Magic Maggie's on his on the decks. Why, why, are you, why are you firing gunshots? Are you trying to terrorize this neighborhood? Uh-oh, Tell me! And he points the knife at them. Oh, God. <laughs> Just trying to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we party these days, old man. Oh, why are you being so aggressive? DJ Mega Mike says the girls weren't firing guns. You doubt him, Major Mike. And then the girls point over at the other Hector who turns around to <gasps> see himself. <gasps> you. You. You, you, what, what, you look exactly like me, that's because I am you, what, no, you can't, I'm, I'm going to stab you with it, I'm going to shoot you with this gun, oh, I win because I've got a gun. And then past Hector gets shot dead, future Hector is wondering how that gun went missing, because that doesn't really work in this logic, but we'll let it slide, and then, um, uh, because he stole the gun, yeah, but from the, Future. From the past text. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. But fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, when have time travel films been flawless? And then Hector looks down at his past self and realizes what he's just done. Wait a minute. If I've killed me in the past, then how do I get to be here in the future? And then the dark figure comes back. Exactly, Hector. And he clicks his fingers and the, the women dissipate into smoke and magic mega mike uh, has one last shout out before he disappears and he says something historical um history will remember this day as the 
<laughs> I hold in my hand a piece of paper! And he disappears. Um, and then the dark figure turns to Hector. Hector, by giving in to your lustful lust for the young naked ladies, you have betrayed the trust of your wife. I, I was trying to rescue them. Wait a minute here. This is this is some sort of setup. Maybe I should shoot you as well. <laughs> Go ahead and try. Keep trying. I just enjoy it. See? It doesn't do anything. Uh, maybe I'll hit you then. Ow. <laughs> Hector, stop! This is for your own good. Do you not realize? Do you not realize the Re weakness that you have displayed? Realize? What, what weakness? You didn't set out to save the women. You saw their naked bodies and made excuses. And your wife knows about it all, don't you? Yes, I set it all up to test your fidelity to me, Hector, and you have failed. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> to the time-traveling tricycle! <laughs> and Hector travels back in time not a further hour. <laughs> and he's outside the cabin once again, and he sees um, Hector, past Hector, heading out with his shotgun to go hunting. <laughs> and he, he knows that his wife is in there on her own. <sighs> well, uh, uh, no, what I would do is I would tell past Hector what to... Oh, hello, who are you? I'm, I'm the other you from the other timeline. Um, oh, right, uh, you're the one who's going to look at him from be, uh, me, like past me from behind. Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, oh, no, wait, I've got to tell you that this whole thing is nonsense. This other... What? Nonsense? Yes, nonsense. Uh, this bloke has set it all up just to trick you. Trick me? You could never trick me. Yes, he did. And I've got proof because it's me. I came back. What you have got to do? And then the third Hector who just went off hunting happens, happens upon them as well. And now there's three of them. What the bloody hell's going on here? Oh, well, well there's a lot of explaining. Yeah, yeah, a lot of explaining. Um, basically, you found a time travel machine. Yeah, it's, it's like a little tricycle. What time travel machine? Yeah, that's right. The, like a, tri a, a tricycle? Wow. The camera zooms out. The camera zooms out above and goes above them and um, zooms up into the skies. And we see, um, we see a cloud. And we can uh, we are watching the three hectares below having this conversation. We can hear them faintly in the background, kind of like that. There we go. And then we see the two naked ladies now as angels lying on the cloud, and they turn to the camera. They turn to the camera and they they provide a moral for the story. They look at each other and share a giggle and then turn to the camera. Ah. Uh. Those guys really do look quite big from behind. Uh, they do, and from above as well. <laughs> uh, the, the, I mean, what you have to learn from here is that, you know, you must stay faithful. Must stay faithful. And, uh, and DJ Megamite gives out his final shout-out on the decks. <laughs> Go on, God. Give us a oh, I love this song. It turns out DJ Megamite is God. <laughs> <laughs> and the angels turn to, to God on the decks. Rewind, Megamite, rewind. You may control the present, but you can never control the past. Or can you? We will fight them on the beaches. We will fight them in Ibiza. We'll fight them in the heavens. In my hand, I hold a piece of shotgun. 
ladies and gents, thank you very much for joining us um, on the Lil Show this week. It's been a real blast. Have you had fun, Left Foot First? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having yeah. us. Remind us of your Facebook page one last time. We are Left Foot First, and we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash London. Very cool. Please go visit that. Like them to find out more about... Um, their upcoming shows, mm. yeah. Unless, mm. have you got any plans? Oh, it'll have happened. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. listening live. Get on the tricycle. Have a show on Saturday at the Miller yep. as part of the Hoopla. That's right. Improv night. Uh, Anyone with time travel tricycles, <laughs> you can still see the show. You have back further than an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Just uh, it up to 88, you go further than an hour. Does anyone... Oh, there it is. Okay. Well, to leave you, um, we're going to play a very relevant song. Um, Back in Time by Huey Lewis in the news. Happy Back to the Future Day. Happy Halloween for next week. Uh, Left Foot First, thank you very much. Luke, any last words? Nope. Thank you, uh, Luke Vano, for for joining us. Um, Anything I want to say... Please uh, follow us on Twitter at The Lil Show. Send us your suggestions, please. Um, I was using a word, one word, suggestion sim- generator, but I'd much rather use real suggestions. Um, check out Panicky Tack and have a lovely week. I love you all. I've been Talal Karkuti. I'm not going to spell that for you. Your host. See you next week, folks. Huey Lewis, take it away. <laughs> You're listening to K2K Radio. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit